Welcome to Visit Bentonville's podcast, A New American Town. As always, we're coming to you from Haxton Road Studios off the bustling Bentonville Square. I'm your host, Alan Woody. Today, we're going to have an exciting conversation about SOAR NWA. In the studio, we've got Kelly Sampson with Open Avenues, hot air balloon pilot enthusiast, Austin Albers. Welcome to the podcast, you two. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. So SOAR is an event that is held through Open Avenues. Kelly, tell us a little bit about what Open Avenues does every day for people right here in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. So it's a local nonprofit. We've been around for 47 years, actually. And so many people haven't heard about us before, but we work with adults with disabilities and the ultimate goal is to find employment for everybody. And that doesn't look the same for everybody. For for some people, it's working on site in our training center. And for some people, it's finding a job in the community. But the, the literally life-changing work you're doing with adults with disabilities, which we often talk about children with disabilities and, and everybody wants to help, but children with disabilities become adults and they need placement. They need to feel welcomed. They need to feel involved in the community. And that starts with a place to work. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that better myself. I think... To our core, we all want to feel that sense of belonging and purpose. And some people need a little bit more help than others. And everyone we're working with, they want the same thing that we all do. They want to feel like they're giving back. They want to feel like they're a part of the community. They want to earn a paycheck. So Be on a team? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're able to provide that. That is really, really cool. Can you tell me a story? Maybe about one of one of your clients or, or one of the people that you've worked with and helped and just kind of their whole what that looked like yeah but it's hard if you're gonna make me just pick one i'm not gonna well you don't have to use names (laughs) no in fact people like us to use names um i'll tell you one so we had a client named hector and he had been with us for probably 15 years he's amazing he's mobility challenge was using a motorized wheelchair he could do anything and everything that we wanted him to do And so when we started ramping up our community employment program, he was one of the first people that we were able to place into a job at Embassy Suites. Nice. He started washing dishes. He has now been there six years, and through various promotions, he just got promoted to banquet captain. Wow. So, so amazing. That's so cool. And imagine how that is for him. Right. Being able to work his way up from dishwasher to, like, that... It's the American dream, honestly. It so is. And he couldn't be prouder of what he's doing. When you go to an event there, you will see him in his wheelchair, and he's got the biggest smile in the room. He's so happy and proud of himself. That is so cool. And one of the ways that you guys make all of this happen for these amazing individuals is through a great event like SOAR. Tell me a little bit about SOAR, and then we will get into hot air ballooning in general. So every nonprofit does a fundraiser. And we had been doing the same one for 20 years and decided we needed to do something different and something unique. And so Soar NWA was born. It started with somebody suggesting we do hot air balloons something. And then I was talking to other people and quickly learned hot air balloons are temperamental. (laughs) (laughs) And so you can't do just hot air balloons. And so we made it into something bigger and better. And it's grown every year. This year, it's going to be Friday and Saturday. And besides hot air balloons, we have circus performers, we have live entertainers, we have vendors. Um, do you guys do a glow? 
We do. Because there's, and I was, I was talking to Austin about this just before you got here, Kelly. And when I was a teenager growing up in Iowa, we were coming back from a fishing trip. Uh, and it was just after dark and we were driving by Indianola, Iowa. And we just happened to be driving by the glow. And they, they had all of these hot air balloons glown up. It was the most amazing thing. Even as teenagers in the 90s, we were like, this is cool. It is This is so amazing. Cool. So it's so cool. And this year, it's even better. Because every other year, we've only had it one night. This year, we're having it both nights. So there's Very two cool. opportunities to see the glow. Austin, tell us a little bit about what got you into hot air ballooning. How does, how does one get into hot air ballooning? Absolutely. So hot air ballooning, it's, it's, it's a very unique experience. It's a very unique sport as well. And for me, I was already in aviation. I went to flight school, you know, right out of high school. So I was already a, um, a private pilot in, in a fixed wing aircraft. And so, um, in 2012, I took my first balloon ride. And from that point on, I was hooked. What about it hooked you? So with, cause you're already flying. Yeah. With, I mean, why drift? Yeah. With aviation. I mean, you do go from point A to point B, you know, you've got an engine, you've got wings, you've got all these factors, but with ballooning, it's a surreal feeling because you are literally floating in the air and it's all based on weather. So, um, you know, it, you know, it's very limited on when you can fly because the winds have to be right. You know, it can't be instrument, you know, you know, conditions because obviously, the winds take you where you're going to go. There's no, the only way to steer a balloon is you actually uh, work backwards. And so if you know where you want to go, you go to that area, you let what they call a pie ball go, which is a helium filled balloon. You let it go and you read the winds. So at different altitudes, the winds vary. They change directions to some point. And in some areas they, uh, they vary greatly. So for instance, um, if, you know, if you ever have the opportunity to, to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, they have what they call the box. And so you can climb up and, f and fly one direction and then climb up another thousand feet and fly the complete opposite direction. So you can literally <laughs> fly a circle and just keep doing it over and over. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And so, and so with it, everything is based on winds. And so typically you let a pie ball go, you work backwards and, and you say, okay, this is the, the area I want to get to. I'm going to, you know, be in the air for an hour. The winds are at two knots. So, you know, we're going to go back two nautical miles and that's where we're going to take off. The chances of getting to that exact location are almost impossible. I was just going to so, ask, well, yeah. how often do we actually hit the mark? But yeah. It's not very often. So if you ever go to a hot air balloon race, it's not about speed. It's about being able to fly to whatever that mark is, you know, whether it's a pole or an X on the ground or whatever it is. And so you as a pilot, you, you learn the winds and, and you go again, you work backwards and you'll go read the winds. You'll work backwards to whatever the requirements are and you'll take off and try to fly to that location. And if you can get to that location where there's an X on the ground and you drop a bean bag on it or whoever's closest to it or to the main target, which is typically a pole with a ring on the top of it. If you can get that ring off the top of it, it's a big grain prize. Oh, that's and, cool. And so there's always the challenge. And so the challenge of a race in a hot air ballooning, again, it's not a timed event. I guess it is because they want you to do it within so many hours, but at the same time, it's not about how fast you can get there. It's about accuracy. And again, the way you steer a balloon is by climbing or descending because the winds change. So if you think about a balloon, and you just let a regular balloon go just outside. It's actually happened to me not too long ago. I 
accidentally took a balloon from a four-year-old and it accidentally flew away for hours. Yes. We could see that little black dot in the air making me feel even worse and making him cry even more. Yeah. Maybe so, it seemed like it. So, so the, uh, you know, that whole experience. And, and so as, as the balloon flies, the winds take it you know, wherever it's going to go. And it's the same thing with a hot air balloon. A hot air balloon is, you know, they have variations in size anywhere from, 50,000 cubic feet all the way up to 500,000 cubic feet. And so the size of the balloon at the end of the day doesn't really matter because the winds are going to take it where it's going to take it. What hooked you though? So it was being somebody that's already flown a plane, somebody that's already done all these things. It would seem to me, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, that going zoom zoom is better. It depends. Again, it's the experience. And so the ability to float and, and have that surreal feeling of you're floating in the air and looking around and there's no sound. I mean, it's quiet unless you're burning and it's quiet. And so you hear the animals, you hear the birds, you look down, you see deer running under you, you know, whatever it is, but you're selling this well, like that really sounds cool. So, but to, but to be floating through the air and there's nothing, there's nothing controlling you. It's just literally, you know, the breeze that's blowing you and, and, you know, that's what controls the direction that you go. That's really super cool. How do we get involved in the, if I don't, if I don't know how to fly a hot airplane balloon, how, how do I get involved uh, more than just showing up to the event? How do I get involved and be a part of it? Gosh, we would love to have people serve on our committee, volunteer, um, just come to our open avenue season to learn about what we do. And I really, having done that, and, and I really think you guys do amazing work, uh, you will walk away from that transformed a little bit, just the tour just going into open avenues and seeing the way they do what they do, you'll walk away changed and then you'll walk away wanting to help these folks. Absolutely. It's, it's an incredible place. So what, what is the online? Uh, so openavenues.org is our website, but soarnwa.com has all the details about the event and how you can get involved with that. And then it links back to our, to our open avenues page. And what are the dates on SOAR? August 18th and 19th. Okay, so we've got some time to plan for this coming up because it is going to be just a phenomenal time. I want to thank both of you guys for taking the time to join me today. Is there anything we missed? One thing I wanted to add to with um, with ballooning. So again, it's all weather based. So at some of these events, um, we're not always able to fly. You know, if it's you know foggy or too windy or stormy, we're not able to stand the balloon up. You know, we're not able to fly, and so that's not source fault. Um, it's not anybody's you know, fault. It's completely based on the weather, and so that's that's the factor with ballooning is is it's kind of out of our control when you know when the conditions are right and you know, we're able to fly. But you guys have also taken that bull by the horns by providing other activities to do out there. Because honestly, even if you do fly, once you're up, up, and away, I still got to have something to do. Yep. So that's true. And for the majority of people, what we offer, weather permitting, of course, is tethered balloon rides. So you're not leaving the event. You're tethered to vehicles to the ground and go up and come right back down. Nice. Very fun. And then you've got the circus environment and all of that stuff going on. Yeah. We have a car exhibit. We have helicopter rides, a kid's zone. We've got a beer garden. So there's lots going on. 
Now we're talking. Yeah. Now you got a whole <laughs> event. Thank you so much, Kelly and Austin, for being here, folks. Don't wait. Book your tickets to Soar NWA right now before it's too late. Again, SoarNWA.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Remember, you can catch all of the New American Town podcast episodes on streaming channels, following our social platforms, or going to VisitBentonville.com. Don't forget to follow Visit Bentonville on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. We have many Many exciting events coming to Bentonville in 2023. Check out our event calendar and plan your trip today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.